This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Forever. When your first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with us One second Oh, diva Our number is 213-536-9180 Our email is sloppysecondspod at gmail.com Now on with the show I changed it up a little bit Ah, you fucks, you sloppy little fucks, you nasty little fucks It's me, Meatball, and Big Dipper's over there And welcome back to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball Hello, it, things are good over there, over here. Over on that end. Over on that end of the, the cables and tubes and wires. Um, we record this on Monday, so Zoom just crashed, but now we're back up and running. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Al Gore and his amazing internet. What he a invented cool the internet. I know. I, Did I don't you know think- that the internet is just two giant big like store things in, in the middle of the desert? Does that make sense to you? They're big black boxes. I don't know what a store thing is. It stores information. I don't know. It's like a big hard drive out in the desert. That is what you're going to stick with for a fact? I I heard it in a book I read. (laughs) I heard it in a book I read. Um, Wait, speaking of the internet, did you look at any of the the DNC online? I watched... I, you know I can't sit through like eight hours of that stuff, so I watch like the CNN clips of it. I honestly feel like they should have gotten, I mean, like, do you think they learned from the drag queens who have been doing four-hour streams about how to do the DNC? Yes. <laughs> and did they learn well, or did they make I think they learned well thing? because they were, you know, they kept it pumping fish. You know, the big problem with some of these streams is... It gets a little too chatty, and you're like, I'm ready for the next business, honey. Yes, yes, 100%. No, it was good. I mean, I did a lot of scanning through. I appreciated – I think it's so funny, like – well, I have another question, which is uh, do you you have any understanding of the NBA bubble? Yes, I have a full understanding of it. Okay. So I only understand it because I listened to a podcast about it. I understand Uh, it because my boyfriend is obsessed with basketball. But so now that they're playing the games, yes, they've set up this big bubble. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think surprisingly, um, uh, there aren't any, not maybe not surprisingly, but there aren't any positive COVID results. Like, Correct. they're sort of proving that with all of the right precautions and isolating and daily testing, things can get really contained. But yeah. they're proving that in a private capitalist sector, it's like the NBA and Disney World combined, and then they can create a playground for rich people to mm-hmm. like keep being rich athletes. But yep. um the thing that I love is that if you look up like an NBA game, which, you know, I don't know where the Venn diagram of our listeners and NBA watchers is, but it might there, be pretty big. No, it's pretty small. <laughs> but if you if you go on Google and you go like, what's an NBA game look like now? And you find a video on YouTube, they have all these screens of people watching. Yes. Like, 
You can <laughs> sign up to do it. Me and Michael signed up to do that. You did? So what they do is as you watch the game, as you're watching it through the streaming service, they record you watching it through your like camera, and so you're sitting in the audience. It is and so, so funny. when you cheer, like it'll cheer, and like when you do certain hand motions, it makes sounds that, for them to hear. But like in the on the court, it's insane because now the way you can watch basketball, there's no one in the way, so they have cameras all over. So you're getting to see the game like from down in the courtside seats. It's you really like cool. the you like the low angle. You like the I up do short because angle. the la- the last time I went to a basketball game, I was like up in the nosebleeds, looking down at kimchi, like down in the front row. Oh my god! When kimchi <laughs> was at the Lakers, game. yeah, which made no sense. They she like went out there and like shook LeBron James's hand, and I was like, "Do you even know who that is?" She was like, "He does makeup. He buys makeup. <laughs> he, my, buys makeup he buys my, my makeup." makeup? Um, well, okay. So the reason I brought that up is because not only do I love that. Um, that people are like getting their own little screen time at home by watching, but they did the same thing at the DNC. And so like when people were done speaking, they would like cut to people's living rooms and they were just like poised sitting there. And then they were like, yes. Uh... And it was like, it was like three little claps of applause after like, you know, Elizabeth Warren's speech. Wait, but were these people just regular people at home or were these more like, I was think they the were all regular, like more staged actors, like in a staged home. Girl, if they were staged actors, they must have been on the board of L.A. Pride because they were not booked actors. They did oh. not. Lo- <laughs> ah! <laughs> you like that? Ah, like, that was a good one, Mom. Throwback, great. A throwback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, they like. Uh, I don't know. I bet they signed up. Same thing, you know. Politics fans, basketball fans. Do yeah. you I mean I love that Julia Louis Dreyfus was like running the show because I'm still watching Veep, so it just felt correct. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie smart, protein plus, and keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like. The mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a a very much into ordering delivery. And now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff 
customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppyseconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Hey, um... Like, what sort of activity would you sign up to be in a bubble for? Um, a dra- drag show. <laughs> like, I don't like know. one of like a big like a like a big like stadium like a like a yeah. Vegas or a drive-in like some yeah, sort of a drive-in or a theater or like something like that. I would be like, let's all quarantine and. Uh, then we can put on this big show with all these background dancers and not feel like we're going to die. But would you do anything for like fun? Like, cause that's work. And I know we all need to work. Sure. Would you what do, you do like a fun? I would go on a, I, okay. Here's ideally what I want to do. Ideally like, Menzel. Ideally Menzel. Ooh, campers. As I want my friends to all rent campers. And then we go on like a drive, a cross country drive all together. Oh, and then who who's the like bait that you send out at the gas station and the grocery store? What do you mean the bait? Well, someone's got to be exposed. I'm talking about a bubble, girl. At the at the we Disneyland... would buy everything beforehand, like frozen yeah. dinners, baby. I want Ew, nothing but what? Leanne cuisines. You know, <laughs> Leanne. Leanne <laughs> yeah. Rhymes makes cuisine. Yeah, she's got a whole cuisine now. <laughs> you know, Leanne cuisine. No, I don't know. I wouldn't call that person bait. And I, to me, I feel like grocery stores, at least the one I go to, is like really taking it seriously. Yeah. But I guess across America, people are not. Well, I was. Thinking what about would this, you this... do? What bubble would you do? A sex bubble. I am oh, now. Right. But, like, that's, like, that's impossible. When this first happened, my trainer, who also owns a house in Palm Springs, and I call him my trainer loosely because, let's be real, I haven't seen him. He's a fuck buddy? In, no, I haven't seen him in three months. You don't train. So, right, exactly. Um, you get trains we, run on you. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but he said, what I would like to do is create a little bubble of men and just go out to the Palm Springs house and live. And no, everyone because what you're asking for is like heady bear gay drama. Like, but not when I didn't get my and but, he was about to get, who's, which one of you is going to be the sacrificial lamb who's got to go to the grocery store after well, taking would, buckets of loads? <laughs> buckets of loads. <laughs> but I think, I mean, for me, I think it would be more like, um, I don't know. You would you would get a mature group of people. It wouldn't be about competition. I'm sure there would be like married people in the thing. But like imagine imagine a group of okay. people where you were not only what you're saying, but then we put cameras on in the house and it's like Diva. Bear and it's Big both brother. It's reality it's show and porno. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. You meant to spell No, like... I meant to spell it right. Bear like B A R E like bareback. Bear uh-huh. Big Brother. Uh-huh. But I think we should take this out in case anyone steals that idea because I think that would be a great point. All right, let's take this out around town. 
<laughs> take it out what? To the porno producer? No, take it out of the podcast so no one can steal our idea. Oh, I thought you meant take this out. Like, go take meetings and try to No, but I show. honestly think we could take this to CCBC, put a bunch of cameras in all the rooms. The water has never been clearer than it is right now, probably. <laughs> Everyone get a test. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because I was thinking about, like, a vacation scenario, and I feel like a cruise that doesn't make any stop. I know, it feels like a nightmare, but listen, a cruise that doesn't make any stops, like, so no one can get off, like, when they That's a boat ride. Right. It's called a boat ride. But- but that is like the ultimate bubble because everything on the ship is like self-sufficient. I guess you're right. That would be great. But then, yeah. I guess but also, ship's weren't the, the cruise option. ships the cruise ships like a full-on hotspot for yeah, infection like I, spread? Yeah, didn't they like not let a whole cruise ship into port because there was so much? Girl, this whole world. I mean, it makes me like. I was just last night. I was like looking at a bunch of like um, AOC videos, and I. It is so heartbreaking to me that the people in politics are not more like her. Yeah, honest. I feel like she is so fascinated by the process of democracy. She's so invested in doing the job for the people that she serves. And she's so open and transparent. Like she was just on her Instagram, like showing a tour of her office where she hasn't been in a while. And she was like, when you get into the office, you get to choose what furniture they give you from the Capitol. And she was like, and the furniture belongs to the people. And I get to use it while I'm in office. This isn't my office furniture. Like, it's part of the government. The taxes pay for it. And, like, I, it's just stuff like that that you never think about. And she's so transparent about, yeah. like. Well, that's why people are scared of her. Because she's just going to tell the people everything. Girl. I'm, I'm excited ready, to, like, watch her become a huge the major president. player. Yeah. I would love that. I would, too. Well. Should I keep making these damn drag videos? <laughs> honey, Girl. here's the thing. Honey, Miss that Thing. Is Miss honey, Miss Thing. Honey, Miss Thing. I just, and I know we keep talking about it, but it's just not fun anymore. There's, what's next? Uh, well, this is where innovation comes. You know, we had to lock Who down. Who is she? Girl, I think she lives in uh, New Orleans. Mm. Um... We had to lock down, and the queens innovated to digital drag. Go off, sis. Now I think people are done. I mean, people aren't done. There are a lot of shows that are running well, and people are into them. But it's like, it's kind of like the people who joined Instagram six years after it started. Yeah. It's like it's like the shows that are going to do well have sort of already been established. They run a certain way. So you really have to reinvent the form if you're going to sort of rise to the top or just be very good. Yeah. And I think you are very good, but it it, it, it you know, we've seen we've seen great examples of like ways to keep people safe and also innovate live performance and audience engagement. And I think there is still there are still many more ideas to come. Yes. I think I think the smart thing to do now is to do what some of the girls are doing and like release like a one hour 
video for sale. You know? Yes, video on demand. Video on demand. And then you're in control of the whole thing and it can just live for a while. And you're like, I at least did that. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I keep on almost doing it with Wicked, but then I'm like, I just don't have the money to get sued again. <laughs> I just finished all the other, all four lawsuits. And now he, I don't want to go again. Meatball, how many lawsuits have you been a part of? I don't, uh, well, okay. Does the one where we, I fought about the old podcast count? No, because that's not a lawsuit. Okay, then three. Okay, ask me. How many lawsuits have you been a part of? Zero. Let's take a break. <laughs> Okay, we're back, and Meatball, I'm very excited because I pulled this question from the inbox, and I think I pulled it before you read it, so I'm excited to have you read this for us. Oh, no. This is just a reminder that on Tuesdays, we answer questions or give advice or hear about how sloppy you are, so send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com, and we will read it next Tuesday. So let's do this, y'all. I know we've been done some emails on the regularity in the past, but it's going to be a thing, so just start sending them. Yeah, I just want to say, like, like we've said send us emails in the past, and then we sort of don't do anything. We're gonna we're gonna read something or listen to something every single Tuesday. So uh, send us your send us your stories. Hey, Meatball and Dipper, I feel like I probably have one of the wildest virginity stories that I've ever told anyone before. So <laughs> what better opportunity than to share some of my favorite podcasters? Here goes nothing. When I was 17, I decided that it was time for me to lose my virginity. So I went on Grindr and and ended up meeting with this guy who said he was 29, but looked the same age, if not younger, than me. Around 1 a.m., I drove to his place. He lives in an unfurnished basement of a large suburban house and claims to be the homeowner who rents out the rooms. I don't really... Let's stop for a second. That's this murder house. That is it. Has so many twists and turns. So I want to break some things down. Okay. When I was 17, I decided to lose my virginity. And he said that he. A little late. (laughs) No. Don't admonish that. Just kidding. Just kidding. So he said he ended up with a guy who was 29 but looked younger than him? Yeah. I didn't understand that. Okay, and then obviously it's a murder house. And obviously, okay, yes. It's just like a house that he broke into. Uh, It had no furniture except a single bed in the corner, a nightstand that was actually a dog cage with a dog in it. and No, that's just a dog cage. And a messy desk with a hefty stack of $100 bills on it. Get out. His dick was uncut, 10 inches and thick as a soda can. After I gave some probably horrible head, he told me to put on a blindfold. Okay, now, let's stop here. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen the meme of the like messiest possible room ever? This and is it, worse than that. I because I know says, that he's like, leaving out that there's trash on the floor. I just know it. <laughs> but the the meme says like tops rooms be like, or like when he yes! says he's by, like those things. That's what this is. It's like okay, you're cute. You have a huge fucking dick. You're like you know ready down to fuck at one in the morning. But like you have 
a dog in a kennel and trash on the floor and like a bunch of money. And you on show the up desk. and he's probably smoking a cigarette and wearing those like Hanes cotton boxers. Yes. Okay. Okay. Pick up where you left off. Now, I've known this man for all of about five minutes. So, of course, I let him blindfold me and tie me to his bed. As I'm blindfolded, oh, my God, I start to hear some metal rustling in a in a bag. And I was certain that I was about to get murdered. Yeah. Little did I know that that would have been the best case scenario. Because all of a sudden, I start feeling a cold rod go up my urethra. And I go into full panic mode. He takes it out and removes the blindfold, and eventually he just asks to fuck me. Okay, let's stop. Sounding? He s- sounded you without your permission. He sounded you? <laughs> Sounding is when you stick a, a metal rod in the, your penis hole. And yeah. I, don't un- I, I just don't understand that. But to let someone do it to you, I mean... Not even let someone unexpectedly while you're blind. sounded... Girl, okay. This is not, this is a house of horrors. Of course, because I'm a pushover. No, you're a glutton for punishment. Yeah. Okay, and that's really the only thing I came to do. I said, fine. So he lay, oh, to fuck him. So he lays down on the bed and I get on top of him and slowly try to sit on it. On his gargantuan member, mind you, he's not even touched by Hall. He's given me no lube, and this was my first time bottoming with no prep. And I had never stuck anything larger than a finger in my butt. It was so painful, and he literally did nothing but lay there like a dead fish. Cops (laughs) do that. Wait, why would you do any of this? This is so dumb to sit on a dry dick. What is going on? 17, and it's your virginity. Okay, eventually it started to smell bad, so he tells me to get (laughs) off. Okay, and he's going through his stuff to find a douche, and I notice a small turd on the ground, embarrassed and mortified. I swiftly kick it under his bed, and then he takes the douche into the bathroom. Once I look in the mirror, I realize that I didn't actually want to be there. Okay, let's run his back. A small turd on the ground? I feel like that was the dog shit. That was the dog's, it's not yours. Like, you can't be, like, dick riding. You can't be dick riding smell something bad and then get off and notice a turd on the ground like that doesn't make any sense that no the dog shot it out of the cage shot it, <laughs> it turned its back and was like let me save you girl here let you me- go <laughs> okay. okay eventually it started oh wait i already once anyway. i look in the mirror once I look in the mirror, I realize that I don't want to actually be there. And when I go back to the basement, he's nowhere to be found. So as quickly as I can, I put on all my clothes and I grab all of my stuff. This is when I notice the stack of money on the guy's desk. Seemingly possessed by the opportunity, I take about $2,000. Leave before I see him block him on grinder as I'm driving away. I then used that money to buy a wig and start doing drag. Looking back, I was totally a dick, but I don't really regret anything considering how horrible and lazy of a top he was. Anyways, I hope you guys like my story, and if that guy's listening, I'm sorry. Not really, though. Thanks, Logan. Oh, it's from me. (laughs) This is how I started drag, everybody. I wish I started drag with $2,000. Do you now? Here's the thing. I read this email mouth agape last night, and I was like, "We have to read it on the show." Do you think this is real? It, it, 
I think that something something like this happened, but I don't think it happened to this degree. I do believe that that top didn't play with his butthole, but I don't believe that he like <laughs> tried to sit on his dick lubeless. Like everybody who's first time bottoming has like done so much research, right? I mean, the first time I fucked the guy, we didn't really use lube. I ate what his did butt. you use? I oh. ate his butt beforehand, so there was some spit on it. I think just... I think virginal virginal gay boys believe that their um, anus, their wob Rectal. is just like a wop. You know what no. I mean? I no, feel like why? they, they think, think it's meant for it. They think they can get it wet. Listen, up, listen. Beavis. I think I think all the young kids growing up right now with so much queer representation, both on the internet and in media, see men who talk about getting dicks in their butts, being like, "This pussy, this wet pussy, he likes it better than than a vagina." You know, like that sort of rhetoric. Oh my god, is, is that your there? new song? He likes it better than a vagina by Big. He likes it better than a vagina. <laughs> better. Um, but I feel like all that rhetoric leads people to be like, yeah, fuck me dry. <laughs> I've got my natural juices. I feel like I always knew because the first thing I tried to stick my finger up my butt with was shampoo. And that was a bad idea. Did it sting? Did it feel soapy and stingy? I think it felt, I don't think it was stingy. I just know it wasn't great. Like it was like very tingly. There's also like um head shoulders and holes, you know? <laughs> head shoulders, shoulders dicks and, knees holes, and holes, dicks, dicks and, and holes. holes. <laughs> um the I for a long time thought lube was just a gay thing. I think I did too. When I yeah. realized that girls used it too or people with vaginas used it too. Yeah, I was and, like, "Huh, how interesting." And why? I think I think people with penises, regardless of what they're fucking, use lube to jerk off. See, now I know a lot of people who don't use lube to jerk off. I don't. No, you. So you just. I just don't understand that. Dry. Dry. You just like the tug of it. You just like ripping that Ch- skin apart. Chafing dry. Ew. Chafing dry. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> Rug burn. Rug burn. That's a good drag name too. <laughs> That's like a drag king name. Yeah. There's like a double entendre with the word rug. Well, thanks for listening to our wonderful Tuesday episode, you guys. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call in with a fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. We will be playing the fuck talk stories on here when we get good ones. But, uh, you can follow Big Dipper at uh, Big Dipper Jelly on everything. I'm Spiciest Meatball on Instagram and Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which will now come out every Tuesday and Friday. That's right. And this Friday, we have an awesome interview with adult film actor, Bruce Beckham. Ooh, baby. And he's going to talk all about his soccer stardom. Wait, that's him, right? Yeah, bend it like Bruce Beckham. Yeah, bend it like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Goodbye! doodle doo doo forever dog. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom! 
hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball, mixed and mastered by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork is drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. <laughs>